Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 1, titled Glanders. Alright, new season of The Americans. Uh, in my mind, the start to one of the best seasons of The Americans. Uh, and it is off to a damn good start, I must say. Uh, this is a really, really good premiere. And we got a lot to talk about as it's sort of setting up all the conflicts uh, for this wave of 13 episodes. So, this episode starts off. And it basically picks up right where we left off on the Martha front. And Philip's just like, you know what? I should probably get out in front of this thing with Martha. Because otherwise, I'm kind of screwed. So he goes over to Martha's apartment in the middle of the night and flat out tells her, Hey, so you know how we had that whole issue with the bug in Gad's office and uh, they they were paying pretty close attention to you in particular and we need to get them off that scent. Well, uh, so, I found a guy. It's, uh, Gene. You know Gene, the the tech guy? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I placed the, uh, recorder in his apartment. Uh, so, that's a thing. Uh, that's some pretty definitive proof right there. Uh, oh yeah, also he's dead and I killed him. And Martha's reaction to this is... Perfect. Like, it's this brilliant mix of guilt and hysteria and complete and utter destruction of her innocence. Like, she does not know how to handle this. She is freaking out. Uh, Initially, she's like, get away from me. You killed him. And then she looks inward and is like, I killed him. It's my fault! And, like, she's just, like, spontaneously combusting, uh, combusting emotionally in front of us. And it's so, so perfect. And I gotta commend Allison Wright, because she did an amazing job in this scene. Like, it is so heartbreaking to watch, like, by far the most innocent person in this show just completely have that element of herself uh, that innocence, that on-the-sidelines aspect to her, just totally removed. Like, now she is complicit in the murder of someone at work that she actually really respected, and she just cannot handle it. And all of that, all of that is before the freaking title music. 
That was before the main title sequence of this episode. That bombshell, that incredible moment. That should tell you everything you need to know. That's just the first few minutes of the season. We haven't even gotten into the meat of it yet, and already it is firing on all cylinders. Uh, Clark, quote-unquote, also drops this bombshell of, like, yeah, so remember that whole thing with Stan just randomly showing up? Yeah, we can't meet here anymore. Uh, we'll meet at my place from now on. So now Martha and Clark, quote-unquote, are meeting at Clark, quote-unquote's place. And, uh, we'll be back on the Martha front in a second, because the Martha stuff actually does tie in fairly well uh, to this other plot line that we're going to discuss in a minute. Oh, also, the moment where Gad gets the call that this happened, and you could see on Martha's face that, like, she knows what that call was, and Gad comes out of his office and is like, call Taffet, tell tell him to meet me in the vault. And... Like, you could tell, like, the expression on her face is just like, I know what this is, but I gotta make it look like I don't know. Uh, that's a really, really fantastic moment. Uh, but anyway, on the Philip and Elizabeth front, so we are now kicking off this storyline that I love about bioweapons! Yay! So, this one illegal who deals in bioweapon crap, uh, he has, he, he sent a signal to Gabriel, but apparently he's just under surveillance all the time for reasons that we do not understand at this point. So Gabriel is now like, okay, I don't have any other choice. I'm bringing Philip and Elizabeth in to sort of make contact with them. Uh, to sort of make contact with this person. So, Philip and Elizabeth get briefed on this whole thing. Uh, they get vaccines for meningitis, which... <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be effective at all, as we learn later. And what follows is, like, this will-they-won't-they they game of, like, getting close to this dude. William is his name. Getting close to this dude. Pulling away because of fear of surveillance. Getting close to this dude, pulling away through fear of surveillance. Uh, and actually, I find it very interesting that Philip had, like, this bad feeling, quote-unquote. That ended up being totally wrong, and they could have approached him no problem. And then Elizabeth saw something the next night, and turned out it was uh, a correct instinct. Uh, I do... Like that. It kind of shows, like, how off-kilter Philip is. How under pressure Philip is over all this. That he can't really think as straight as he should. Uh, going back to the Martha front. Uh, when it is becoming clear that, like, they can't know when and where is a good place to meet him. Is a good time or place, I should say, to meet him. Uh, Philip then tasks Martha with, like, hey, we need surveillance reports on this, uh, one team. Get that. 
So she gets that in this really tense moment. And they find a good time and go up to William. By the way, William, played by Dylan Baker, who I adore. He is perfect in this role. So we now find out that the reason William signaled was because his lab recently got a contract from Fort Dietrich, I believe the name of it was. I'm already forgetting. Uh, a big DOD thing of like just, hey, so you're going to develop bioweapons uh, that are real, real big now. You're going to develop really, really big, really, really bad bioweapons. So he now has this sample of a virus that causes Glander's disease. Which apparently is, quote-unquote, to meningitis, what the bubonic plague is to a runny nose. It's bad. Suffice it to say, it's bad. Uh, so he gives them a nice little sample, and it's like, hey, so you gotta get that to Gabriel, put it in a freezer, sometime in the next 24 hours... Also, uh, this is a really bad disease, so be careful with it. Alright, good. We're good. We're great. We're awesome. Alright, bye. You're dealing with the deadly illness now. Bye. The, the deadly virus. The deadly bioweapon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so, that's happening. Uh, also, Philip is continuing to go back to Est. And he's actually recalling a memory... As a result of Est teachings, as a result of Est seminars, he's recalling this memory of him trying to buy some milk and some kids robbing him, and as a result, him beating a child to death. Apparently, when he was get when he was a kid, he beat another child to death with a rock. So that's a thing. And I love this moment where he's like up front at S recalling this memory and trying to sanitize it, trying to adjust it so that he doesn't admit to murder and doesn't admit that he's Russian. So like he just has his eyes closed and is choosing his words very, very, very carefully. And at one point he's like, yeah, I can't contain this anymore. I'm leaving. And then the guy's like, hey, uh, why didn't you apologize to that kid? He moved away. Why didn't you try to forgive him? He moved away. Code for dead! He killed another kid when he was a kid! Philip is a murderer! He is a cold Blooded murderer. I mean, we kind of already knew that. But even before the KGB shit. <laughs> uh, and he's also continuing to meet with Sandra. And they're having a lovely time. Talking about Est stuff. And apparently Stan's current girlfriend sees them together. And then Stan goes over to Philip. And pins him up against the wall saying like, are you screwing my wife? And almost ruptures this Glanders deal that he has, like, in his coat pocket at the time.
God damn. <laughs> that blew up in a way I don't think anyone was expecting at any point. Uh, we got a bunch of other stuff happening too uh, on the Nina front. Uh, she and Anton Bakunov are getting closer and closer and closer. Uh, Anton's talking about his family a lot. Nina's talking about uh, her prison experiences a lot. Uh, and they're just becoming really, really, really good friends. And as they are becoming good friends, uh, Anton's work is progressing at a solid rate. Like, Soviet leadership, they are pleased. They are very, very pleased uh, with the work he's putting out. And in the midst of this success, Nina's like, Hey, can I see my husband? So that's going to be a deal. Talk about that as it happens. Uh, also, Paige is going nuts. She's talking to Pastor Tim, and uh, they're having differences as to what the next step should be. Pastor Tim thinks that everyone should get in a room and talk, and Paige is like, No, that's not how it works with them. This is not a talky-talky situation. Uh, she's asking questions about what Philip and Elizabeth do, and Elizabeth's answering them to the best of her ability. Uh, in a sense that she will not be immediately turned off. And also, there's an amazing scene in there. Uh, where a bunch of kids are saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And Paige is just outside the classroom, like, not knowing what to think. Uh, kind of not knowing how to handle it. And then coming in, like, right after the pledge, like... Hey, everything's fine. My parents are not Russian spies. It's so good. It's such an amazing, such a powerful scene. Like, says so much with so, so little. Uh, also, so there's some weirdness happening at the Resident Apparently, this Tatiana chick who's been there for the past season uh, is actually working with this uh, bioweapons department and is working behind her Katie's back. So that's a thing. Uh, yeah. Solid, solid premiere to what I am telling you will be an amazing, amazing season. I cannot wait to dive deeper into this thing, because holy crap, some stuff is gonna happen. Some shit is gonna go down. Uh, so we'll talk about that over the next few weeks. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday, as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, on Monday, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 2. Talk to you then.